Hey there, valued CCM and 3D listeners. Derek here with just one more reminder that this show was recorded in less than ideal acoustic circumstances, but we were all in the same room, which is fun, and we were grateful for that. This is the last of our episodes that were recorded in less than ideal circumstances. Lots of audio improvements on the way. We look forward those to bringing those to you in future episodes. So thanks for listening and enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to CCM in 3D. Welcome you amazing listener, valued listener. Here we are again in this amazing space. I get to look at Derek, I get to look at Dave. Sorry we're... again. Yeah. <laughs> and we get to talk about some great music. I'm Dan. I'm Derek. I'm Dave. Derek, are you uh, in a mood today? Or no. You look better, like you're not I, quite as worked up. I'm today. as mellow as could be, man. Okay, good. No, I'm good. <laughs> and on this podcast, we're talking about Margaret Becker's Simple House from 1991. Also turns 30 wow. this year. That's crazy. Uh, one of my, my absolute favorite Margaret Becker album. Mm-hmm is this one uh, lyrics production the players the full sound something is almost always going on in this album mm-hmm. well, even when it sounds like there isn't much going on right there's a lot going on right <laughs> lot, yeah. to me i can listen to this one over and over again and just not get tired of it um it won the dub award for rock album of the year okay um and it won rock recorded song of the year simple house nice so is that rock to you I guess so. Simple House, uh, yeah, I guess there's like a guitar solo in there. I can kind of see it. It's more <laughs> pop to me. Yeah. But what do I know? Right. You know right. I don't yeah. know. Well, I, I see it more, it does. It straddles the line. I guess if you're going to put it anywhere, I guess you could put it in rock recorded. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think of other things that are more rock oriented, but mm-hmm. I'll take it. I'll yeah, take it. I'll take it. Uh, core players Jerry McPherson, Tommy Sims, Aaron Smith. Um, got some of those in there. Uh, just a fantastic album. There's a Winans in here. Debbie Winans. Yep. Yep. Right. From the Winans family. Kim Fleming, Douthit, Eric Darkin. Um, yeah. Um, I, think, I think they came over from the Love Life CD from Charlie Peter. Yeah, they, 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 they shared uh, the same just, studio. Well, it's produced again by Charlie and Peter York, right? Right. That's true. Who, uh, Peter, um, went on to become the CEO of the Capital Christian Music Group. That's right. That's and right. And just retired a few years ago. So okay. he started out with Sparrow. Work, you know, I think he was a musician and obviously started producing albums and made his way up to a uh, to an executive in, in Christian music. But yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's like the same players. There's some really good notable background or duet, we might say, singers on this. And we'll get to those when we come up in the songs. But I think there's a couple of vocal pairings that were really yes. genius here. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll get to that as we go. Um, and what else am I going to add to the album? I just put down that this album to me dispels the myth that Christian music can't compete with the quality of mainstream music. I mm. just, you know, mm. remember the first time I heard it, I'm like, man, you could play this on secular radio. Mm. Yeah. The quality is that I, good. Yeah. Um, I also, in doing research, found that at the time, for every copy of Simple House that was sold, 55 cents from the album went to Habitat for Humanity. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because Margaret oh. is such That's a supporter. That's right. She was Habitat. big into Habitat. That's yeah, right. right. Yeah, I remember that now. And Dave, you have your copy. Got my copy right here. I see it. I've got mine. Dave, uh, Dan, where's, where's your copy? Uh, it also still went to uh, 
Where'd it go? Record. Where'd it go? 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 Oh, man. I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> man, I hate to see that. Yeah. Sh- shall we go ahead and talk about the cover real yes. quick? Or? Yes. So it, it looks like, a, the front of it looks like a, a house, you know, and it's a got pane. a window pane. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And Margaret Becker's simple house. And then in the window pane is Margaret smiling, mm-hmm. uh, look, kind of looking down to the Well, she's got her eyes closed. She's not looking, but she's kind of tilted her head down yep. to the left a little bit. Yeah. Yep. In a red dress. But once you open the jacket, she's no longer in the window pane. Right. right. Yeah, so, she's just kind of suspended in the air. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you can put yourself in the window <laughs> pane. Yeah, exactly. Right. If you yeah, want you, to. You can do that. <laughs> now, and then did, um, did, uh, this was the same year, I think, that Amy Grant came out with another Red Dress album, and that was Heart of Motion. Yes. And so I remember that, several people saying, oh no, they both have red dresses on. So you can't do that. You can't do that, evidently. So I don't know who came out first. Maybe it was Margaret, I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, what's so funny is until you even said that, I had didn't even put those two together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure one of, one of my lady friends mentioned that, right. that they noticed that there were two people at the prom with the same red dress. Yeah. So... And Margaret on Spotify, and you won't you won't see that on the album cover on Spotify with her in the red dress and theme. It just shows the window pane. Right, which is so strange. Right. I don't, that is odd. I don't yeah. understand that. Maybe Amy said, wait a minute, on Spotify, I do not want her in the red dress. Oh, <laughs> now, see, you're I'm casting aspersions at Amy. She wouldn't do that. It was Amy's management. It wasn't Amy. No, oh, I don't I'm even know. We don't know that. <laughs> Dave. Causing trouble. Allegedly. Dave's in a mood allegedly, now. Yeah. Just throw that term in there. You can say it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Dave's allegedly in a mood now. <laughs> no, but uh, they just, 30 years later, it still sounds amazing to me. Yeah. Uh, I think they got some great, great music going on here. Yeah. And, uh, what else about, before we jump into the tracks, anything? I think let's jump in. Okay. I was, I was going to point out one quick yeah. thing about the, the story behind the album. I don't know if you guys no. saw this, but apparently she went to Europe and before the, she did this album, was blown away by how they intertwine culture and faith there. And she said in America, some Christians see culture as an enemy of faith, but Europeans are not as materialistic, she says, as we Americans are. Um, Christianity seemed to be simple there. So she got back and she decided, well, I'm going to make my life simple. And she got rid of a bunch of stuff in her house. She gave away her TV, stereo, some furniture, pictures on the wall, uh, got rid of clothes. When she was done, all she said she had left was a couch, a lamp, and a desk. And then she started thinking, how can I apply that to my spiritual life? Mm. You know, decluttering myself. And that's kind of where she got the idea to uh, to do Simple House. Surely she had some guitars along with her couch and her desk. Well, Man, I would think so. I would think. Know. I mean, she's got she's a singer-songwriter. So I mean, she's she got to have a here. telephone, too, right? So people could say, hey, Margaret, we want you to come and report this. Right. Show. you got to have that. Yeah, you <laughs> definitely. <laughs> food. you got to have a fridge. <laughs> got to have a fridge. So, yes. yeah. I mean, seriously. you got to have a meat bed. locker. Maybe you got to you gotta lay down and sleep. Right. Yeah, I mean, okay. Maybe she, well, she could have slept on the couch. True. Or on you the floor. can't sleep on the couch. Or on the floor. Yeah, there's always a floor. So she was a minimalist before we knew what that was. Right. Yeah. Yes, she had. Uh, what's that? What's the where you do your? Who's the lady that did the minimalism thing? Yeah, uh, um, I can't remember her name. I know what you're talking about like Marie Kwan, Marie yeah, Kondo. That's yeah. it. She like Marie Kondoed her life before that was even a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, all right. So track one, Simple House. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so co-written with Charlie. Yep. And 
What I like about this is a simple faith message in the entire song presented in a unique way instead of just singing directly about simple how or simple faith. Yeah. She uses this whole analogy of the house. And I love it. I, I listen to it over and over again. And I love how it talks about this house. Um, it's always under construction. It, I, the lyric I like the most, this house looks the best when it's not cluttered with opinions, but only the words from the landlord's mouth of absolute dominion. Yeah, that's good. That's and what they, they, and they drop a lot of the instruments out when she sings that part. Yes. Right? So yep. it sounds very simple. Strip back. Right. Yeah. And they just throw in that bowl. What is it again? What is it again? It's, it's, <laughs> it sounds like stomach upset. My, yes, it's it the does. mild stomach upset guitar. It does it does yeah, we haven't talked about that guitar yet. <laughs> Got that from the spaghetti it's guitar. Spaghetti guitar. <laughs> That's right. Maybe that was the space guitar. And then, the, she, then he felt like the moi guitar. <laughs> the mild stomach upset guitar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up a story that I'm sure Dan won't remember, but I do. <laughs> so when we worked at, at the radio station at Z91 in Wichita, Kansas, Wichita, United States of America, um, we had a daytime on-air personality whose name I will not say until we... Maybe you Patreon subscribers will get that bonus content. We'll tell you who it was. If we even had Patreon subscribers. Um, But she would always make up alternate lyrics for choruses of songs. Do you remember what the alternate chorus was? No. For this? No. I don't want to live with a sinful spouse. Oh. So I can still hear her oh, no. in the control. I don't want to live with the sinful spouse. <laughs> Every time I hear this song, she's ruined it for me. Oh, no. I think about the sinful spouse. So sorry, listeners. We ruined it for everybody else. Yeah, now we've ruined it for everybody else. Sorry about that. Spreading the joy. Yes, yeah, spreading the joy. Yes. Oh, no. the, along with the mild stomach upset guitar. The wall guitar. <laughs> no, a lot of fun. Played this, played this a lot on the radio on Z back in the day, and it sounded great. Yeah. Fit right. You, you added this one oh, immediately. Me, I think yes. it was the first single yep. from this. Yeah. yeah. I love how the guitars come in and just kind of fade in. You hear them screaming, then they fade out. Then they go away. They kind of peek out. Like we talked about before, they peek up and they and they go away. And it's mm-hmm. not too much, not too little. Tommy's bass, great on this one as well. Yep. But uh, it gets really interesting about with about a minute left in the song, I thought. Because they just start jamming, and then it fades away. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Come back. Fix, <laughs> Come back. Right. Fix yeah. more of that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> back to that late 80s, early 90s thing. Everything fades when it starts getting interesting. Yep, it does. <laughs> right. It's like the end of Rosanna by Toto. Wait yes. a minute. He's still playing the solo. <laughs> yes. And it's only because it's only three minutes, 40 seconds long. Yep. So they could have, yeah, could have gotten could another, have 20, gone 30 another 20, 30 seconds. Sure 30 seconds. Yep. I'm telling you. Um, Brian Lennox on percussion was great. Mark Douthit again. On that, yep, all over that tenor sax. Yeah, he's yeah. got a kind of right. a careening saxophone solo at the end there. It's great. Yeah. So, yeah, just an gr- amazing way to open the record. Uh, a lot of fun. Jumping to number two. Yeah. Talk about love. I think it's a great second track right after this. I like the uh, classic Charlie Peacock repeating, you know, love, love, love. Yep. You got Chris Eden's background vocals. Yep. Talk, talk, talk. Yep. So we got talk, 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 and love, 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 love. love, love. <laughs> talk about love. <laughs> uh, Tommy Sims bass, you know, he's got this walk, I don't know what they call it, walking bass line is what I call it, I guess, yeah. until it's not. Right. You right. know, and then all of a sudden it just explodes. Right. And I think, I think this is another, um, another example of a, a kind of a Motown groove because the, it's a very simple, um, 
almost you can't hurry love kind of straightforward Motown beat that Aaron Smith's got going. But Tommy's bass, I mean, Aaron keeps it very straight, but Tommy's bass is the change, and he changes right. it, how he plays on the verse and how he plays um, almost like a walking straight eighth notes um, on the choruses. Ah, it's so good. It's what good drummers and bass players know how to do, right. how to change things just slightly to where you're not doing crazy things, but it's so noticeable. Yep. And it's, it, I love this... this um, this beat that he's got here it just drives it that Motown you can't hurry love sort right. of sort of beat and it's so good yeah Tommy yeah, and Aaron are the stars on this for me yeah Footloose is what I put down oh Footloose like, good Footloose yeah. beat, you know, so yeah you're right same kind of kind of rhythm section going on there uh, I love the uh, the line because you don't need another finger pointing out the cracks and I don't need another f- tongue shooting flames behind my back <laughs> yes absolutely can we all just get along <laughs> yeah. can't we can we just talk about love 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 and talk, talk, talk. And talk, talk, talk. <laughs> and then Eric Darkin, he was a big percussionist. Yeah. Uh, during that day, and I don't know, maybe still is, I'm not sure, but uh, he, the tambourine sticks out so much. Yes. They actually gave him the credit. Eric, Good. Eric Darkin, yeah. tambourine. Way to go, Eric. Good job. Uh, number three, do we jump into Look Me in the Eye? There's a lot on this album that's very radio playable to me, and this is one that fits right in. Did we play this? Do oh, you yeah. Yeah. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Um, this one slips my mind. I couldn't remember if we did or not. Yeah, we did. Uh, the background vocals, amazing job. Uh, two two minutes and thirty seconds in to the bridge, you get that guitar and those driving drums yes. and the whole. Uh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So then we got whoa, whoa, whoa. We had talk, talk, talk. Talk, talk, talk. Love before. Yeah. And we got whoa, whoa, whoa. And it just keeps building. It's just, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the part that always gets me is when I, the lyric, when I see you, I want to hear you say that you are proud of my life. Mm-hmm. Lord, touch my heart, center my soul, till all I do is for you alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love at the end. You notice there's uh, two drum credits here. You've got the drums, probably Aaron Smith, yeah, drums, and then the 808 drums. Those are Roland 808 drum oh. machine drums. Okay. Um, and those are the drums that are at the beginning, the electronic drums. Mm-hmm. And I think Aaron Smith's drumming comes in, now I see you much too dimly. I think that's where the real drums come in. Okay, yeah. So, um, but, and he plays until the, after the whoa, whoa, whoa's. Mm-hmm. And then she sings, look me in the eye, and she goes up into her height. Right. And then at that moment, the 808 drums come back in, oh. and it's just like the music just oh, yeah. opens up. Yeah. And um, I love at the end that look me in the eye, look me in the eye. Yeah. I think that's Chris Rodriguez. Yeah, I think you're right. It is. So, yeah. so anytime, any, we are happy, we're happy boys when Tommy's on it and when Chris is on yes. it. So if Chris Rodriguez is singing. We're happy. Right. And Mark Pogue is in the back. And Mark Pogue is, that's right. yeah, that's right, he is, yep. He sure is. This is one of several on the album that I think that showcases her vocal range, because she goes from what I call yes. the Margaret Whisper mm-hmm. to yes. the full-on Margaret Rock voice, and then back into the Whisper on mm-hmm. this song. And I'm a Dan, I love the 233 mark, but everything just goes up a notch, and it just kind of gives you goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. she's just, she's so versatile on yes. this. She already is a versatile singer, but... This one just totally showcases yeah, what it does, and and I'm this is this is the nuance I think that was missing from so many of the other albums, and we'll get on to that. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit when we flip sides on the cassette here, mm-hmm. because yep. um, I think 
do you have a side on the cassette on this? Yes. Okay. So we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more. But, you know, in the early days, Margaret was always the rocker chick. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the way she came out of the gate was this Ann Wilson kind of wannabe. Right. She's so much more than that, I think. And just, I think at heart, she was always a singer-songwriter. Right. And with this amazing voice. And mm-hmm. so this album is finally harnessing all those facets of Margaret, I think, just yeah. beautifully. Absolutely. Uh, then we go to number uh, four, right? All yep. I Ever Wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, another one I love to play on the radio. Yes. <laughs> uh, also that signature Margaret Becker whisper, airy vocals that are so unique to her. Uh, just just very contained, powerful voice. Yeah. I mean, it's it's because it's, so it's not, it doesn't sound, when she does that whisper sound, it doesn't sound... Um, Weak. No, it still sounds very powerful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, the, the male vocals echoing here and singing with her, Chris Eaton. Yeah, not doing that. This yes. is one of the. This is the first of the vocal duets that I think works so well. Chris is just he sounds so yeah. good on this, and he's the he perfect male counterpart for what she's doing. Nice. Yeah, um, I, think I love the give and take. You know, oh. This is all I ever wanted. Then he comes in. This is yeah. all I ever wanted. And they kind of echo each other. It's great. Yeah. Now this this um, this song has a great example of a vocal take that probably wasn't perfect, but has the right emotion. And what I mean is, and I'm going to ruin it for you here, so you're never going to be able to unhear what I'm about to tell you. Are you ready? Okay, as long as it has to do with the spouse. Is it sinful no, spouse? It has spouse? nothing to do with sinful spouse. Okay, no. perfect. okay. <laughs> so harken back to the first song, um, where she says, "Before I face this morning rush." And so um, yeah. she's, it's it's before I face this morning rush. Yeah. And she almost has a little bit of a whistle. Yes. Okay. Rush. Yes. But they kept it because yes. it had the right emotion. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. right. It, 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 it overrode that little teeny whistle that she had in her voice. Yes. Because it was the right it was the right mood for what she was doing. So yeah. more of that, please, modern CCM. More right. of that. Exactly. More yeah, of actually, that. I hadn't thought about why do I like that part so much? And now that you say that, it really helps explain. Yeah. Yeah. It's imperfect. Like it. Yeah. It's, yep. it's imperfect. But it was the right mood. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Right. Yep. And it kept it. It totally was. I try to find a song on each one of these that we deep dive that takes me back to that time. Mm. And for me, this was the one that yes. I totally got the 1991 feels <laughs> listening back to it. Took me right back. I couldn't agree more. Knew where I was when I heard it the first time. Yep. Um, yeah, just absolutely love this. Love Chris on this song. Yeah. Very worshipful song. Just beautiful. Yep. Another great lyrics. After all, the musical talent is on there too. But just, I pray for hands that hold you higher than anything else. A heart that loves you more than life itself. Yep. This is all I've ever wanted. And I'm like, oof. Yeah. Yep. Love those. I love singing along with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of this album I cranked up in my headphones until I got to where I would say beep and say you can't go any higher. <laughs> oh, yeah. So either I'm losing my head hearing or it's just, I just love hearing it really loud. Or both. <laughs> or both. <laughs> or both. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, and then five, Steps of Faith. Is this the side A of the cassette here? Uh, still side A. Oh, side okay, A. Okay, yeah. good. Uh, Steps of Faith for Tim. That's what the credits say. It says for Tim. For Tim. Yeah. Oh, you're right. For Tim in parentheses. Yeah, I don't know who Tim is. But it's for Tim. Yeah, it says Steps of Faith. Yeah. For Tim. Okay. So, Tim, if you're listening, congratulations. You got a song on here. <laughs> okay. She's dedicated it to you, buddy. 
That doesn't say that on no nothing like that on Spotify. Interesting. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't even see it because I don't have my copy of the. Uh, oh, CD. that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it released itself on its own recognizance. Yes, it did. Thank you for that. Yes. Uh, and it's got, it mentions our fair state in the lyric. It does. Yes. That was another point You can't beat yes. that opening. Yeah. It mentions Kansas. Yeah. She was not feeling well in Kansas, apparently. Apparently not. The hotel. Yeah. The hotel in Kansas. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She read the Gideon's Bible. She did. Yep. yep. Uh, love the production that pulls the bass, the keyboards, background vocals, guitar. All that is working together at just the right times. Yeah. So again, another... Yes, Charlie's signature on this, where he just brings the right engineering into this mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and her duet partner here is great. And the song just keeps building and building over the four minutes until it's just full-on rock out Yes, toward the end. Yep. <laughs> and, and then a fade out. Yep. Uh, but another fantastic bass yeah. line in here. Yep. Uh, background vocals, keep on walking in the steps of faith, repeated over and over again. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, that part. Who's on background vocals? Ashley Cleveland. That's right. Yep. She okay. worked. She and Margaret work well here together. And that's the. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Yep. yep. The rat-a-tat on the drums toward the yeah. rat-a-tat. Just great in that final minute where the drum picks up the pace on that. Yeah. Uh, nice. Fun way to go out of that. Uh, Did we play this on Z? Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. I can't <laughs> I remember. To be honest. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure yeah. we did. Um, and let's see. Uh, Oh, and then that, and then a rare moment, you also get that very high, passionate vocal from Margaret in the last ten seconds. Yes, as yeah. it's fading out. As it's fading out. Yes, yes. yes. Getting interesting again. And yes. There we go. And then we got We got to shut this. Well, you got yeah. Ashley singing our new line right there. Sometimes feel nothing. Sometimes you know. Yes. Oh yeah, that's right. Sometimes you feel you it all. Feel it all. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, couldn't read my own writing. Yep. But uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Good. It's fading out. You're like, no, keep going. No, no, no. We got to fade it out. Don't it's go getting, away. It's getting exciting. Yeah. <laughs> And I've talked about this before, but again, the great, again, just strikes me because, again, it's, it's, yes, there's trials in life, but the hope and the I'm going to keep walking, I'm going to keep going. And so that every time that lyric comes on, sometimes you're going to feel all alone, but he's there, he's with you, and you got to walk like you know it's true until your trial leaves you home. And she just builds that right up. Yeah. yeah. And for me, it's just kind of this modern anthem of, Yes, we're going through some stuff right now. Right. But it's, it's a season. You just got to yeah. keep going. It's a season. Keep walking. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else said? No. All right. So now we're flipping the cassette. Oh, we're oh, flipping the cassette. Half time. We should half look time. at the book. At the book. See if it's in here. Okay. Is it? Okay. So we're, the book again is the 100? 100 Greatest Albums in Christian Music, 1999 CCM. No, no, no. I think it's 2000. 1999? 2001. 2001. Okay. okay. Well, there you uh, go. CCM Presents. Um, this album, any guesses in here? I want to say it's not on here. Okay. Dan, uh, Dave? You know, I'm going to go with, with Dan. But I don't think Grammy, it's on here. So I'm like, it's got to be on there, right? It's not on here. It's not. Okay. There is one Margaret Becker, and so it's obviously it's... Immigrant's Daughter? Immigrant's Daughter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Immigrant's Daughter is 46. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Change Your World is 45. And out of the grave is 47. So good trifecta of songs right yeah, there. Right, right. Change Your World, Immigrant's Daughter, and the first out of the gray album. Wow. So, All right. Yeah. Now, is there any honorable mentions? Probably. Um, can I have some jazz flute? <laughs> it's trumpet. Come on, dear. <laughs> we only default to trumpet here. Um, just off the top of my head? No, I'm not seeing it. Um, oh, okay. No, it does not appear to be in here. 
Yeah. Um, no. So you said, Dan, this was your favorite Margaret Becker yes. album? Yes. Mine as well. Derek? Yes. Okay, well, there Definitely. you go. Unanimous. Yeah, yeah. I, I love um, I love Immigrant's Daughter uh, for about six songs. And then the album just really goes... About the time it hits Solomon's Shoes, I'm just like, just okay, yeah. I'm not, yeah. and um, we we'll laugh a little, and, and people get ready. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think after that, this is a far more, to Good. me, this is a far more consistent album. Excellent. We worked on it. You know, I've been working on that, guys. Yep. So, Good job. Trying to master brain. computer brains. About the time, he, well, notice how many podcasts we're into now, and he's had to work on it that long. Well, so yes. then we're going to get jazz flute about episode 50, and we'll, well, you know. we're really good. Yes. But Still boy, like when it. he nails it, he nails it. you got to <laughs> give it to him. Work on the jazz flute. Okay, so then we flip it over, and then interesting start of side two. I love it. I do, too. Oh, I actually like it. So good. But it's not traditional. I mean, normally you're going to get something that's going to come right out. Yeah. With like, you could almost put um, steps of faith on side two and mm-hmm. flip these two. But yeah. They put, but they ended the side one with steps of faith and start side two with I will not lie down. Right. And we got Rick Kua. Yes. Did, yep. did you mention? Or is that one you're going to mention? Yeah. 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 Okay. Totally. So Rick Kua in here singing with Chrissy. Chrissy. Chris Eaton. Right? Yep. yep. Um, I like that it's again, it's again. It's got that wonderful, vulnerable song sound. Um, I'm not going to lie about feeling fine. I just got to believe. Yeah, that's a lyric in there. Yep. You'd think that uh, again. Charlie and her are probably talking a lot about just being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, the but again, back to two minutes and thirty seconds in. We shall overcome. We shall overcome. Yeah, repeated. Uh, the solo piano, this kind of haunting yeah. melody of a solo yeah. piano in there is beautiful. And Tommy's bass line is so bouncy and, and good. Now, here's my question. Did you guys, either of you guys see her on this tour? I did not. Okay. No. I saw her at K-State. Okay. Wow. And she had a band. If I remember correctly, she had a band. And this song really stood out live. Oh. Um, in fact, I think that's where it really firmly came on my radar. It's like, oh, wow, this is really a good song. Um, so, yeah, I can't remember where at K-State is. One of the you know little halls at K-State. But I remember driving up there and seeing it. And um, this song really stood out live. Um, sometimes the weird songs are like that. Some exactly. of the more oddball songs really can take on a new life live. We could do a whole episode on that. Songs that, you know, you didn't think much of, then you saw them done oh, the yeah. live. Yeah. Took on a different, away. Yeah. It took on a different meaning. Okay, see, notice that. We've just planned a new episode for you listeners. <laughs> a new episode. We're planning right now. We, it's a planning meeting right. and a new podcast. We're planning all the time. All the time. <laughs> it's, a, it's a floor wax and a dessert topping. It's another, uh, this is another episode or uh, example of her going up and then back down. Yeah. Of course, she goes up, hits those high notes, so powerful. Um, just again, showing her range. And I love the determined theme of the song. You know, I will not lay down. We shall overcome. Mm-hmm. Like Dan likes to point out, just positive messages when you're going through a tough time. That's good. Uh, number seven, Never Be an Angel. Another fantastic song on here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you guys got? I just put it, this is a classic Maggie B song to me. Yeah. When I think about her and her, what she's great at, this is right in her wheelhouse. Um, when you say Margaret Becker, this is what I think of. Um, the line, so many, so many mistakes. 
I make, so needing, so needing a touch of grace. Um, so true for all of us. Chris Eaton, again, does a great job here. And I like how they layer his voice. Because yes. you listen and you think, there's more than one background vocalist. But it's just him, the yeah. way they produce it. Mm-hmm. Do you notice who's on bass on this? Jackie. Yes. Jackie. Um, here, I'm going to ruin this song for you. Oh, so you ready? Sinful Spouse. Any Sinful Spouses? <laughs> So when I first got this album, I was listening to it in my headphones, and it was literally this CD, so my CD that I have here. Um, This song, I think, is recorded too hot. If you listen, especially on the second chorus, it distorts. There's almost a distortion where they've overmodulated a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's like some digital artifacts or something, and I've always noticed that. And so then... I went and got my copy of Steps of Faith, her greatest hits. It has the same song. I thought, okay, I wonder if they've corrected it there or something. Right. Same. Really? It's the exact same. And so I wanted on Spotify. You know, mm-hmm. it's the same. So all three of those have this kind of clipping. You know, you're going going into the red on the meters or something. Right. And so I, I think if they ever remaster that album, I'd love to see them kind of. Correct that a right little there. bit, and wow. I was just saying, I thought you liked the imperfection. Uh, it's like come not, on, more distortion. Bad recording techniques are always are always bad. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I'm not a, not a big fan of digital artifacts. Okay. Okay. <laughs> not a big digital artifacts fan. <laughs> Well, you know, there's a there's another uh, tease for an episode. Oh, um, yes, albums that we thought were mixed improperly. Oh, that could have been better. I, that that is definitely coming, and I know one Dave has in mind, but I I'm do. not spoiling. I just don't spoil it. Okay, and it'll probably be a White Heart Best of mixes Ooh. that are What? He had to go there. <laughs> he had to go there. Computer brains. Damn. All right. So uh, yeah. So never been angel eight. Then it follows up with scattered. Uh, these Thieves, right? Scatter, that one now? Scatter, yeah, Scatter, Scatter these, these Oh thieves. my goodness. Written solely by Mark Becker. Feels like a total Charlie Peacock song. It does. Um, right. It could, you know, it sounds like it could be one of his many albums. Just so quirky. Yes. Harmonica, the tambourine, vocals going in and out. Uh, Mark Becker again has this amazing balance of her airy and powerful vocals. So we, I just noticed, we've said that several times yeah. now already yeah. in many of these songs. And if you don't know the album very well, you would think, well, they probably don't sound the same. All these songs sound so different to me. Oh, yeah. But she has that quality in everyone's yeah. songs. So it's hard to explain. And I think Charlie brought that out in her. When she started working with Charlie yeah. on Immigrant's Daughter and then this album and then the two after the Soul and what was the other one? Uh, oh, I can't remember. Can't remember. I'm happy. Grace. Grace, yeah. I think, was the other one. Yep. Um, they, boy, they just, he brings out the quirky in her, I think. Yeah. Um, so the even though she's the sole writer on this, there's definitely a Charlie yeah. influence. Yeah, yeah. The creativity is just oozing out of this. Yeah, right it there. is. I mean, even got this, what, three and a half minutes in, kind of gets this weird duck call sound or something. I don't know. <laughs> the flute. <laughs> hey, we right. get a flute in there. Well, yes. the shaker. That's yes. the credit to Erica Darkin on the shaker. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. So, the, the shakers. Yeah. And it opens with, uh, you can hear the, the lines from Disney's Mickey, Mickey and the Beanstalk, you know. Oh, yeah, that's right. A little, little, little foam in the background. Yep. It's just very bizarre. Uh, I like the imagery of the lyrics, see the tiger of retaliation, see this tongue of defamation, blind these hands of selfishness, just creative kind of quirky lyrics. Yep. Yep. I, I kind of wonder if, um, you know, a lot of, 
I remember Scott and Christine Dente saying one time that a lot of writing with Charlie was um, them bringing him a lyric and him saying, it's almost there, go back and work on it. And work on some more. It's almost there, go back and work on it. So I wonder if his influence here was not only in the production, but also him pulling those lines out of her and saying, oh, you're almost there. You're just right. you, maybe, maybe a little bit more. And so I wonder if he kind of pushed her songwriting a little bit deeper than she thought she could go. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that chorus is gets over and over again. That whole um, scatter, steal your truth, that steal your truth and burden me, sweet, sweet, sweet liberty. Yeah, she brings yep. into that. It's just again the ones I just found myself singing along with. When you're all that's left, and then she drops out. You know, kills yep. him. Right. Um, it's just so different and creative. So if I were programming station, I would make this almost like a. This would be a deep cut. Yeah, for sure. Not, not something I'd probably play over and over again in a, a pop rotation. Right. Yeah. But something that's like, yeah, I would love to listen to this every now and then. Yeah, yep. for sure. Um, then, so we go kind of from something odd to something strange, right? So now we get number nine, The Strangest Things. Mm. Yes. Yep. One of my all-time favorite Margaret Becker songs again. I love listening to this one. You just like Tommy's bass. I do. It's so good. That was point number two on here. Yep. was my favorite part. Tommy and the bass line. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Especially at the end. Yes. He just opens up and it yes. just goes nuts. Yes. So good. So, yeah, where they all just get to go strange. Yep. Strange, all these things happening in the background. The guitar just starts going strange. Yep. Strange. Yes. Ashley Cleveland. I got to love you. I got to love you. I got to love you with all my heart. Yep. You know, over and over again. Um, and... The lyrics, you know, fantastic as well. Love, love will make, make a man. Love will make a man. That's what I was going. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Love will make a man. Eat locusts in the desert or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, Maggie, I was going to say Maggie B sings the blues is what I put here on the yep. first note. Listening to this, just so good. It sounds like it's just perfect for her yep. for her range. Ashley Cleveland does a great job once again. You got the tambourine, uh, Jeremy McPherson doing his best BB King impression on the guitar. <laughs> you know, just so fun. You guys are right. You know, like four minutes and ten seconds into it, they just go crazy. They do a little jam session. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one, you remain unchanged. So we get all that kind of craziness and strangeness, and then we hit you with a you remain unchanged. Right. <laughs> because there's no yeah. the craziness. It's it's yeah. unchanged. Just an incredible, thoughtful ballad. Take us out of this album. Oh, it's so good. Uh, not unlike other albums of the time where they kind of would have some things that were, you know, I'll meet you there someday, kind of from Whiteheart and these kind of things. Just you remain unchanged. And it just, again, it always gets me on that second and third verse lyrics talking about seeing your mother, yes. walking with her father, and we're both counting on you to remain unchanged. Yeah. Wow. It's, yeah. it's a very emotional song. I love at the very end how she closes when she she says the chorus again and she just says amen. Yeah. Just mm. love how oh, doesn't that get you? It does. Every time. Yes. Every time. Yeah, I, I remember a few years ago working, uh, one of my jobs, I was working in a really, um, uh, lab, it was a computer lab environment, but I had I was able to have some noise-canceling headphones could listen to music uh-huh. and just standing there literally working my job crying as the song was playing oh, wow. yeah. and that amen is probably what got me yeah. just, this song just gets me every time um, we're both counting on that you remain unchanged you know 
It, um, now his steps have grown much slower, but time keeps rushing on. We know this life's so fragile, but we're both counting on that you remain unchanged. Yes, just a great message. Beautiful song. Yeah, I think Nashville. this is one of my favorites. On yeah, I do too. Nashville Stream Machine is on this, and yep. just adds so much to it. Beautiful way to close the album. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's good stuff. She, she's just so accomplished. I mean, she's got so many great things going on. Four Dove Awards, nominated, four Grammy Awards. Tons and tons of Christian radio hits, of course. Has she hits. won Doves or just nominations? Uh, ooh. One. Yeah, she's won. Okay, yeah, female vocalist of the year? Ooh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know Sitting either. Sitting here, I don't know. I have to look it up. Okay. Uh, can we have some jazz flute to help us out with that? <laughs> that might take a while. You're going to hear lots of jazz flute. <laughs> <laughs> it's turning into a game show theme. It is kind of turning into a game show theme. I'm noticing a 70s game show theme. Don Pardo, what have we won? Right. Hey, hello, stars. <laughs> yeah. No, the, just a lot of fun to think back to 30 years. Yeah. And I, I still love yeah. listening to it. And if there's anybody else who want to comment on uh, throwing out when we throw up these podcasts, thank you very much. And uh, listen to all sorts of like. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well. Give us a five star review and like us. And leave we'll, a comment on Facebook. And we'll have lots of other great albums to talk about later. Apparently, we yes. will. Sounds like it. Dave's already teased like seven episodes. That's right. That's I hope right. we haven't run out yet. No, I mean, <laughs> we'll make up stuff if we, it, if we have to. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. See you later. Talk to you next time.